This is Popular Front, a podcast focused on the niche details of modern warfare and underreported conflict with me, Jake Hanrahan. For this episode, we're speaking to Haki. He's an independent researcher who spends most of his time infiltrating the group chats of the so-called ISIS brides. They're prisoners currently in Al Hol camp held there by the SDF YPG. And since then, these female ISIS members have been soliciting donations from all over the world so that they can pay smugglers to help them get out of Al Hol camp. Some of them have been successful. Haki has been looking into their chats mostly on the Telegram app. Now, obviously, there's a fair bit he can't say, but he did give us some details of what he can. If you like what we're doing at Popular Front, please do consider subscribing to us on Patreon for bonus episodes at patreon.com slash popularfront. Firstly, I, w- I want to know, how did you get into this thing you've been doing where basically you've been like infiltrating these ISIS bride um, like telegram networks? Tell me how you, you first got into that. Well, I'd have to go back yeah, some years ago for that. I started there. Uh, following around the time that ISIS started to um, rise and um, so I started infiltrating back then I'd make a sock account with a name then I start conversating with them and um, I got to know one of them Abu uh, Muta who uh, used to contact a lot of a lot of journalists and um, to spread his message and stuff like that he filled a lot of them as well at the time and um, he's also a uh, part of uh, what they say helped uh, kill one of the Rakhine SL guys in Turkey. Mm. <laughs> um, he, he pretty much ran um, what do you want to call it? Like his, his own little cell type thing. He ran one of them and he was quite famous for it. Um, going on to that, I obviously when the fall of Bagus, I carried on following um, or all like the ones that were posting on Bagus. So I'd get all the links that they were posting. I'd follow all the links and then I'd start infiltrating through that, speaking to them and stuff like that. And how did you first like find out about this guy? Like, how did you even get there to find out how to contact him, how to speak to the, you know, the networks and that? Uh, he started following me on Twitter. He started following me and that's what I'm saying. He'd contact... Um, other journalists, I've heard journalists tell me that he said that he was a former ISIS member, but he wasn't, he was living over there. So he was a current ISIS member? Yeah, yeah, but he'd fooled them and say that he left ISIS. Right, so when you're, you're like having contact with him, what are you saying? Are you like pretending you're a jihadist or what? That's what it was, but then he, then he contacted my main account. So I was talking to him from my main account. I'd say when he was speaking to journalists, anyone who was like posting who had an interest or something, he'd contact them. You didn't necessarily have to have a sock account to for them to message you. Right. Um, and then when you get in these networks, what are you seeing? You know, you got into some of the more, uh, I don't want to say secret, but they are, right? They're kind of hidden. It's not like they're the easy ones to kind of connect with. Um, what, what did you see when you got into them, like posing as this jihadist? Just like, obviously, a lot of propaganda that post. Um, in the times when the in the Philippines, um, there was a lot of posting on that, like from from actual sources. Because I managed to treat one of the ones when they were fighting over in Philippines, and they did uh, 
post in there what was going on and, and stuff like that. So you get like actual event at the time. And then obviously people would then spread it through other networks like Twitter, Facebook. Right. So you saw all this going on and then we see like the fall of Bagoos and all these ISIS brides are like stuck in, well, whereas before the fall, I guess, but they're kind of stuck in Bagoos. And you was tapped into all those networks then, right? Yeah, yeah, I was tapped into all those networks at that time. They were they were posting, um, if you remember, when they were all um, posted by the the mountain, which was like the last the last part. That was after the camp. Uh, well, they, they were po- they were still posting images from there. Mm. You could see them along the <coughs> along the um, mountain. Uh, and I've got a video as well uh, with YPG at the top of the mountain, and then there's there's all uh, jihadis at the bottom, and the Russians filming the YPG at the top of the mountain. This this was posted, and that's why, like I always thought, like how the, how the hell did they get into that in the middle of nowhere? So so they get caught, right? And you know, as everybody knows now, the. I mean, I don't like calling them ISIS brides because, for me, they're just female ISIS members. For the sake of, like, you know, clarity, people to get it, we'll call them ISIS brides for the moment. But so, so the ISIS brides, they got taken into the camps. The YPG are controlling these camps now. But they've all got their phones still, and they're, they're trying to set networks up. Now, you're still in these networks, right? You've seen it. Tell us, like, explain. What are they doing? What are they saying? What's going on? Hey, well, I'll start with uh, the donations they've, they've got donation networks that work on the outside these collect money for the ones on the inside These are this is them, what they say is to provide them food for them, but th- this is not the case you've got uh, smuggling networks that work work around uh, like, like I say, I go back as well uh, the, the ISIS uh, networks, they're like obviously the, the global uh, one case is that uh, Armani um, Abidi, who Ginny Musa um, recently uh, shown for being a former ice because she left the phone, if you remember, in Raqqa. Mm-hmm. Well, she was she's working for the Three Our Sisters, uh, which had connections to the UK. Uh, and there's ones in the UK I've contacted as well, and they've said, oh, uh, if, you, if you want, you can phone here. Uh, and they've given me like a pool pod and they've, they've literally said they're, they're from the UK. Uh, same as well as Germany, as well as Turkey. They, they also have networks and that all built up for them. But like I said, uh, what they're doing is they're, they're getting all the money. Uh, they're obviously paying smugglers to get them out. Uh, another one was yesterday, a few days ago. They had one who she said she had thirteen thousand dollars, and she was asking for an extra three thousand so she could pay a smuggler to come out the camp. So, so how how did he get they get then like get the money? What they do? What they PayPaling it to the smugglers or what? How does it work? Yeah, it's, it's wired to wire it over into Syria, straight to bank accounts or Western unions. PayPal did take a bit of action, uh, so they, they decided to uh, obviously set up other networks so they could uh, get the money still coming in but at the moment like I say PayPal is pretty much relaxed again and they've come back up again I think I'll give you some names of some of the other things that they use 
Yeah, man. Yeah, they use world first, global reach, XE, send, tour FX. These were all other networks that they were using to send money uh, because PayPal restricted their activity for a little bit. But I say what I contacted some of them when it was restricted because I was like, oh, I need to find where where the PayPal is. Like, I need, I need to find a link for the PayPal, see how much it's coming in for them. So uh, I DM'd a couple, and uh, they say, you know, we're using Western Union at the moment. How are you doing this, man? Are you, like, saying, I don't know, like, I'm Sister Haki or whatever? Like, you're pretending you're in the camp? No, I'm just, like, it's sometimes... It can be like a, a sympathiser, used to act like a sympathiser, even though I'm not, I'm far from that. <laughs> Have you had any, like, interesting conversations with the brides in there? Well, that's what I, I can't understand, like, I always see people posting word for word what, they, what they've been told. Like, they, they literally believe, believe what they're being told. Uh, I've had interesting ones where they've been saying that uh, the, a, a YPG is... Uh, shot them <laughs> and stuff like that it's just normal lies that they, they like to spread it's nothing they're not really giving too much if you know what i mean mm. and i know they have like chats where they kind of communicate in the camp together like via the telegram and that um have you seen any of those yeah, yeah i've seen a couple of them. they also have them on facebook it's usually what the saying is the uh, how they want to um come out what the ypg is doing doing there um, an interesting one was the there was a French woman, and uh, she said her, her son was asking when, when the soldiers of uh, Mohammed that were coming for them and stuff like that. And, and another woman as well. She she posted yesterday, yeah, yesterday. She posted uh, how she wanted uh, a favourite nasheed for her son because her son loves this nasheed. And then you'd see people posting it for her. In, in this group you know and i know for a while there were like these images where they're all stood there in the nakabs and they're writing things on bits of paper it seems like they were trying to like get people to come and like attack the camp do you see any of those conversations yeah that's another interesting thing when when um the like a few months ago with the with obviously the covid and that the americans and that was obviously going to build onto the camp and make it more secure and whatever else they were doing. And uh, these ISIS women in the camp actually thought the US had came to build trenches round because ISIS were going to attack. This is, this is what the women in the camp were actually thinking. Oh, what, they thought that like, ISIS were en route? En route, yeah. <laughs> what were they saying, like, we're going to be free? We're going to be free, yeah. And then, and then a couple of uh, days ago, um, another ISIS woman uh, was saying, where are the, the soldiers of Mohammed? Where, the, where are the jihadis? Why aren't they coming? So so do you think they're getting a bit like despondent? They're realising like no one's coming for them? Yeah, I've, I've heard that a, f a few times. There was one yesterday as well. She said um, that she'd become tired of being in the camp and she wanted out. So you seen anything about the Hizbah? Because I know that like the... The ISIS women there run a really brutal hisbar, literally within Al Hol themselves, where they're punishing other women. They've killed children. You know, they've burnt women. They've stoned women. There's quite a few stabbings. Have you seen any of that activity? Yeah, well, the, the, as you can say, there was a, um, a case 
um, when the raids were ongoing last week. Um, there was about 10, 10 p.m. and there was a message in one of the the groups um, that the data in the camp had been shut down. You know the the internet. Mm. Um, and obviously around 2 a.m. An, an operation started in the camp. Obviously, um, YPG were searching the camp uh, for like for ISIS when because they were running data and getting registered and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, well, the next day, the guy who owned the the shop with the internet, he was found dead. Fucking hell! They stabbed him or what? Yeah, they stabbed him. Jesus, because he participated in like turning off the the internet's run. Right yeah, yeah. You, you can find this; it's even reported in in Kurdish media. And I'm guessing they've no idea who did it. I mean, it's I don't know how you would even find anyone. No, no. I, I, I mean, I don't need to be thinking, but it's hard to find someone when they're they're all covered up. No, no, exactly. I mean, you know, some people were saying like, well, it's Islamophobic to, to tell them to take off the niqab. Like, mate, they're fucking ISIS brides. They're running around with weapons and they're trying to get ISIS to come and storm the camp. And YPG, anyone that has no idea who is who because of this, they don't even take like pictures of them like for registering. It's mad. Yeah, well, that's what the raids were for, to register them. Ah, okay. Some of the children were also taken taken out of the camp. Some of them, I know, of, are going to be taken to Roach camp as well. Yeah, much better camp, that. Yeah, it's just got a D-rad there, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, so, what's the, what's the, um, what's the main uh, apps that these women are using? You find them on Telegram, Facebook, WhatsApp. Some of the donation ones will use, like, TamTam. Um, and hoop. They have like a couple of accounts on Twitter, but Twitter's usually better at suspending them over the years. Mostly Telegram, but you'd find oh yeah, and Instagram. But you find a lot of lot of um, ISIS supporters and actual ISIS women in the camp. They've switched a lot to Facebook lately and Instagram. What, they're posting pictures on Instagram from inside Al Hall? From inside Hall, yeah. Hull, You're yeah. joking. No, they, they post them. They, eat, they even eat better than the locals. Oh, yeah, mate, I saw it. I know that. <laughs> I know that for, for a fact, mate. So what do they post on Instagram? Like, selfie? They, they post pictures of their daughters and sons. Um, so obviously, the sons are mimicking their fathers. They post what food they've got. Um, what's been happening in the camp. We post random stuff of our day. They post random stuff of what's happening in the hall. Crazy. Um, you know they were doing all these weird marches where the ISIS women were, they marched through Al Hol and they'd made an ISIS flag. Did you see much of that activity? I imagine they kind of must have sorted that out on Telegram or what? Yeah, yeah. The ones ones with the children. Um, like I say, they're still, they're still the same. I'd, Say, I, still radicalization of the kids is like crazy. They really need to obviously do something. For, well, the international community really needs to do something to get these children out. Stuff like that is still getting posted. Do Do you see any um, like any signs of de-radicalization? Are there any? I mean, I guess they probably wouldn't dare voice it, but I don't know. Are you seeing any women that seem to be like maybe realizing that this was a very bad idea? Uh, there is some women who well. 
I'd say that's a few though. I say there's a few women that do really want um, to be de-radicalized because it's a waste of time. Like you've got like Shamin Begum. Obviously, she's out of hand. How? But she says she wants to be de-radicalized and stuff like that. For me, I think it's just a. It's it's just a way that to get out the camp for some of them. Yeah, I think so as well, mate. Um, so what um what what's your plan with all this? Like, what's your end goal? Like, you keep doing it. I saw something you wrote the other day that you sent me really really interesting information on what these women are doing. Why? What was your motivations for this? Well, the motivation is because of what they were doing to the people. That's what motivated me. What I what I want to do is. I I just want the, the international community to take responsibility for these people in the camp. I want them I, I don't I want the children especially to be taken out and de radicalised. The women I, I I don't even really care too much about them. But I also want the international community to focus more on Rajava. All the camps over over there that have nothing. They've, you've got Turkey who cut off the water. There's people starving there. But then you've got these ISIS women who, who are eating like luxury. They eat better than me. Yeah, it's it's not good. Um, Something I saw, right? So when I was crossing into Syria last, I see um, nice lady. She was an NGO woman, but she was very much kind of talking about these women as victims and, you know, how bad she felt for them, which I thought was... You know, I bit my tongue. I, I wasn't looking to argue. But um, she told me one thing that made me really raise my eyebrows where she said, oh, uh, she said to like me and my mate, uh, oh, have you got any internet? Because I've ran my internet out. You know, the little dongles that they have, everyone uses out there in the Middle East. She was like, oh, um, I, I ran mine out because I let all the women in the in the camp use it. All the kids and the women use the internet. Now, I was thinking, fucking hell, I know your work. And at the time, I'd been reading it like the week before. And I was like, mate, these women are in the camp trying to get funds, trying to get smuggled out, trying to get prisoners um, back in the hands of ISIS. And this woman is providing them with internet. Now, I'm wondering, have you heard them speak about the NGOs at all in these Telegram networks? No, I've never really come across them speaking about the NGOs. I think they use the NGOs just like you said. They're not really bothered about it as long as they give them what they want. And say with the with the smuggling, like they're getting the money and stuff like that because obviously the SDF can't man the whole camp, and they're using tricks like causing chaos and stuff like that. There's a, there's a woman who, well, there's a Dutch woman who, like the past couple of months, who escaped. There's a Swiss woman that escaped. There's French women that have escaped. These are just in the past couple of months. The women that escape, yeah, do they carry on speaking in the networks and say, like, hey, I got out or anything like that? Yeah, there's some that will, will say they've, they've got out. There's one that I've I shown you, a, a few, I think it was a few weeks ago, mm. that she, she just recently escaped. Uh, she was basically saying that she just just escaped and she'd... Uh, some of them would say that they've made it um, out of camp and they've made it into the Turkish occupied areas, uh, which you can even, as well as a recent one, where the three Finnish women who escaped from Hull and they made it to Turkey. They made it to Turkey? Yeah. There's an article on it, mate. Fucking mad. 
I wonder how they got across I, the border. Yeah, yeah. Even in these, even in these like Facebook groups and Telegram groups, you'll have Arabic speakers, Turkish speakers, and they'll they'll tell um, that they've got smuggling networks near near the hall to, to get them well, out. Um, all right, mate. Uh, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? I should also mention that ISIS sleeper cells uh, operate outside. They get information from inside the camp. Like pictures, like a couple of months ago, there was an assassination around Arish um, of two workers that were working inside the camp. Also, they post pictures of workers inside the camp that are then attacked too. You, you've got the Iraqis, the Russians, and the Tunisians. It's like, like an ingoing battle between them and two that goes on online it's just basically just really at each other's throats these groups is like you've had the Iraqi um, a few months back he was stabbed in the, in the neck so the Hishba um, in the camp religious police they put him put a picture of him up on telegram and um, to be targeted again. Smugglers too are also exposed by these Hishba um, for ripping other people off inside the camp. A couple of them have also been assassinated by ISIS sleepers outside after being exposed mainly around the whole area, around that part. Obviously there was a few months back where a couple of them escaped as well. SDF said they were caught and brought back. Um, if people want to follow your work on Twitter and wherever uh, wherever else, where can they do that? Kaki, yeah, C-A-K-I, um, under, underscore, 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 four underscore, sorry. <laughs> four underscores, yeah, the fucking yeah. <laughs> mad handles there. All right, mate, thank you very much, mate. That was really interesting and good luck with your work. Thank you very much for that, mate. Thank you. Cheers, Bye, well. Paki speaking about how he infiltrates ISIS ride telegram channels. Interesting guy. Sorry about the sound in this episode. Technical difficulties. Nothing I could do about it. Apologies. And I know Haki is a scouser, so Americans might not fully understand the accent. I know outside of the UK, it's sometimes hard to understand, but that's what it is. You know, some people have accents, some people don't all sound posh and well-spoken. So thank you very much to Haki uh, for coming on. And do consider supporting him because he does all of this for free. He just does this in his spare time. If you go to uh, ko-fi.com slash Haki, with four underscores, you can basically buy him a coffee. Now I'll spell that out. It's ko-fi.com slash C-A-K-I and then four underscores. So C-A-K-I underscore, 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 underscore. Ridiculous URL, but there you go. Ko-fi.com slash Haki four underscores. But yeah, definitely check him out. He's a good lad and he's doing a lot of work just off of his own back because, you know, he thinks it's important to document what they're doing and kind of have the upper hand uh, on them. Anyway, also uh, go to www.popularfront.shop because the magazine is here. So you can go and get the zine pre-ordered. They all ship in July. There's lots of reporting in there, on the ground reporting about arms trafficking in Afghanistan, 
articles about how ISIS car bombs are made, uh, an article about how to legally tune into military signals networks and listen for your research. All very interesting, lots of cool images, photo pieces in there, graphic stuff, yeah. Popularfront.shop and you will see it's the first thing on there. You can pre-order the zine, go and check that out. Um, yeah, this episode was sponsored by Oracle Coffee Shop in Portland, Oregon, USA. They're an independent coffee shop selling any only, sorry, selling only fair trade products. See them at 3875 Southwest Bond Avenue. 97239 is the postcode or zip code. Tell them Popular Front send you, you might get something nice. This episode is also sponsored by Feng Tings on Instagram, instagram.com slash F-E-N-G dot T-I-N-G-Z. They do uh, custom Baofeng radios, lots of stuff, cool antennas, all of that. Check them out. Um, please do consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash popularfront. We are 100% independent. We keep afloat via the Patreon, via the merchandise um, at popularfront.shop and donations. So if you don't want to go on Patreon, you can support us another way, maybe Bitcoin, whatever you want. Popularfront.co slash support is where you'll find all that information. Follow us on social medias, uh, Twitter, dot com slash popular front co my twitter is jake underscore hanrahan h-a-n-r-a-h-a-n instagram.com slash popular dot front or jake underscore hanrahan uh youtube youtube.com slash popular front you'll see the new trailer we've got there we've been filming uh got two lads filming for us in um well, this free zone, some call it an, an autonomous zone. It's not an autonomous zone, but it's an interesting kind of occupied protest in Seattle. Um, go and check that out. The trailer for Free Cap Hill. Uh, yeah, popular uh, youtube.com slash popular front or popular front.tv. Um, thank you very much to our higher tier patrons. They are Adam Bergschneider, Alex Northrop, uh, Amelie Mee. Amy Rupert, Andrew Hurley, Anthony Kobarak, Axel Iverson, Azad, Bill Wilson, BREN86, Brian McLaughlin, Trey Nance, Chad Walker, Chandler Marlin, Charlie, Chris Cusimano, Chris Davis, Christina Rivetti, Christopher Martin, Clayton Taylor, DR, Dan Dunham, Daniel Shearer, Degenerate Zero Alpha, Diana Gorvenek, Don Wayne, Ed Coulthard, Emiliano, Emily Molly, Ennis, Fitz Madrid, Fletcher Tate, Fragile Feeling, Frank Austin, Hugo Newski, Joanne Stocker, Joe Watt, Johnny LaFleur, Josh, Lawrence Abrams, Liam Williams, Maxwell Burke, Maurice Zumwal, Moody Al Rashid, Ari from the Discord, Olin Thorne, Patrick Bronte, Pete McCormick from What Bitcoin Did, Prashant Singh, Q-Ball, Rubicon, Ryan Sandercock, Skartoon Music, Sebastian from the Discord, Sarushe Hawazi, Stephen Davila, Tony Bin, Vida Provost, and Young Wasabi. I like that name. Um, thanks very much for your support. Honestly, like the more um, we get on the Patreon, the more you will see a popular front. I hope that's evident already as the numbers rise. You know, we've got so much going on. The magazine, 
new documentaries coming out um you know we're on the way to the 10k a month and if we hit that the popular front video magazine will be going into production and launching which will be basically and i don't know how you would describe it like Video magazines are kind of an old concept from like the 2000s um, and I think they're really cool, something we should bring back. So it would be like, maybe you would get three popular front documentaries in the the PF video magazine and then in between you would get all these cool graphics, bumpers, you would get, I don't know, interviews, you would get bits from the podcast, you would get random stuff that is like related to popular front but isn't enough on its own. So yeah, I think that would be a fun thing to do, something kind of innovative, I guess, something a bit cool to bring back i've got big ideas for it but like i said if we get up there which is looking like we will maybe this year popular front video magazine will go into production and you'll find it at popularfront.tv when it all happens but yeah I'm, I'm sorry i'm so tired i sound tired but i'm absolutely knackered i've been working my ass off obviously everybody's still on lockdown well not everybody but you know it's, it's still kind of there it's easy and wanted to put as much content out as possible for you all while this is happening so yeah i'm gonna have a rest <laughs> but uh, i hope you enjoyed it all uh please do support us at patreon.com slash popular front music in this episode the intro was by home and the outro was by sam black also known as son of old see his music at samblackpf.com cheers